0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Whatever I Want with your host, Logan Lewis. That's me. Today, we've got a great guest. As always, I don't know why I say that. I don't know why I say that we have a great guest because if there weren't a great guest, I wouldn't bring them on. But um, I have a great guest today. But before we get into that, I'm going to remind you of the same housekeeping notes I remind you of every single week. Remember to follow along on Instagram for the updates on when the show uh, is posted the Instagram for whatever I want isn't the most amazing. I'm pretty sure the only posts on it have been the logo reveal and the uh and the episode posts. More of just a way for people to follow along and know when a new episode comes out. But another way that you can know when a new episode comes out is just by subscribing. You just hit the subscribe button or the follow button on Spotify or follow on Google or wherever you listen. We're there. Um and yeah, like it's it's just it's a way to remind you when the episodes drop. But you know when they drop. They drop every Friday at 7 a.m., right when you wake up for your commute on Friday. It's uh, meant for a yeah, an, a nice, relaxing commute on a Friday. Um, but regardless, while you're on Apple Podcasts, when you hit that subscribe button, like I said, make sure you've left that rating and review. You do it for all your other podcasts. Why not do it here? There's very few things in life that are as easy as leaving a rating on a podcast. There's not many things that are... Uh, as easy as leaving a review it's easy takes 15 seconds it lets me know what you think it lets it gives me your feedback that's the most important thing feedback but a uh, couple other housekeeping notes uh this is episode 20 I believe of season one if I haven't communicated that to y'all yet uh, here I am now communicating that each this podcast is season based each, Season is twenty-five episodes. I think this is either twenty or twenty-one. I don't know. I record so many of them. I' hard to keep track. Uh, and once we hit upload on episode twenty-five, I'm going to take a month hiatus, kind of regroup, pre-record a couple episodes for season two, and then we'll get right into it. Season two of this podcast is going to be under a new name and uh, a new logo and everything. And actually, that's a great segue into my guest today. Uh, My guest today uh, is an artist. He's based out of Atlanta, Georgia. He designed the new logo for uh, this podcast uh, that will be soon called The Exchange. That's the first time I've ever hinted at that. He's also done logos, album artwork, podcast art, animations, photography, so much more. Very talented individual. Please welcome Ricky Prosper.
1: What up, Ricky? Hello hello. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah man, thanks for agreeing to come on. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. How are you?
0: You told me right before we started recording that you were able to snag a PS5. I'm sure several people listening are like, what the hell? Like it's
1: Yeah, it seemed I uh, posted on my story and I got an equal amount of like, oh that's awesome as well as like, man screw you man. Like I've been trying all day <laughs> to get that. So
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's, it's like 11, it 8. almost
0: feels like every man for himself at this point. Like
1: yeah. Yeah, and then you see like celebrities tweeting, like a little Yachty being like, Hey, can I, uh, anybody got a PS5? I'll give you a hug. And just the man ended up with two PS5s for two hugs. So, (sighs) like, must be nice.
0: (laughs) What the hell hell is that all about? Right. Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't remember there being such a difficulty getting the previous generation consoles. Like when the Xbox One came out and the PS4, like, maybe maybe COVID has something to do with it i i I truly don't know why why is it so difficult this time around do you think to get to get a console
1: uh yeah i definitely think COVID has a big thing to do with it i know um like we switches have been sold out for like all year since um this kind of started happening and i think just also gaming's become such more of a pop culture thing like twitch has become so much bigger since uh the PS4 came out when, in, when was that? In like 2012 or something? I somewhere remember like yeah, 13, yeah, or 14, like, somewhere, somewhere in there. Yeah. And so I think just like the rise of Twitch and like, you know, with um, streamers like Ninja and stuff like streaming with Drake, that happened, yeah. was that 2016? Like that definitely made like, I think more subscribers on Twitch than there had ever been. So I think it's just becoming more part of our like cultural zeitgeist. So just, sure. uh, and like, it's it also feels good to be like connected, you know, so it's like, oh, I have a PS5, he has a PS5, like, it's somewhat exclusivity, but somewhat just, you know, meets fun at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So I said at the top that you're an artist, uh, you do all kinds of different art. With that being said, how, how would you say that we became acquaint- acquainted
1: um uh <laughs> i think that might be a better uh question for you because uh, i think you just hit me up about doing the uh watchdog logos correct i think that's yes. sort of our first interaction yeah yeah um so i guess did you hear me from like circling back or i'm kind of curious about how you got to me
0: <laughs> well yeah so for a while i i'd always had wondered who done their their art and i I'd always like they'd never really like they drop your name here and there. Like they'll go oh shouts to Ricky or I think like Cat Pat did it for so many screens. She was like, oh, big shouts to Ricky. And I was just like, who's this Ricky guy that they keep talking about? <laughs> um, and I uh, just did some digging and digging and I ended up DMing Dave and I was just like, hey, dude, who makes y'all's art? Because y'all, y'all never like at him. And he gave me your handle and I, yeah, I hit you up. Uh, I don't know why I mentioned that, well, equally as important, but yeah, Ricky made the Watchdog logo. Shouts to Ricky for, for that. Hit um, me. Hit it you. Uh, so yeah, I hit you up because of uh, Washed. How did you become acquainted acquainted with them? Like, was it just a random VM that they found you on the internet? How did that happen?
1: um i think it goes back about like two years to uh the grand x days and one of my friends put me on the ross Boland podcast and i was a big fan of that and then uh sometimes they would have some guest hosts from a podcast called uh post problems touch yeah. base um so i just started listening to them and really enjoyed it i, I really liked how there was like just, they all had different opinions and would flame each other but i don't know it was it was tight um so yeah, I think I followed them during that. And then yeah, they had that whole falling out with Grand X and the podcast and stuff. And um I was really happy to hear when they announced they were doing a new seat like new uh show and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And then I think I just was a fan for a while. And I think one of the first arts that I sent them that they like reposted was turkling back last year, this time, (laughs) (laughs) where they just, I was just dying at, I think it was Will and uh, Dylan doing like turkey noises and I just couldn't handle myself. And I just thought of like turkling back and I don't know, I just made them into turkeys. And since then we've been uh, working. We did, um, was the Christmas uh, sweaters was like our big first project that I helped them out with last year. Oh,
0: hell yeah. I bought one of those Christmas sweaters.
1: Oh, nice. Which one?
0: Uh, I think the one that just said um, Christmas is wedding.
1: <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Having to explain to these uh, these sweaters to my family that Christmas was <laughs> was interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. when I, I think when I wore the Christmas sweater, uh, I think I wore it on Christmas morning with my parents and they were like, what does wedding mean? And I'm like, mom, yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. My dad was just
1: like, "Busted a laughter" because he gets it. <laughs> but yeah. My
0: mom's like, "I don't get it." I'm like,
1: mom, I'm, I'm gonna let you just think about it for a minute. And you'll you'll yeah. come to conclusions. It might be better if you just don't think about it anymore. Even <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't really feel comfortable explaining to you what it means.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're they're the kings of like super niche podcast jokes. So it's uh, only fitting to make make that into merch for people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So. I wanted like get the Ricky origin story. How long have you been doing like this kind of art? Like, have you did you know from a young child like that you wanted to do it? Were your parents noticing things at a young age that you were good at? Like, how did it all kind of come to be? Did you study it in college? Like, give me just give me the Ricky origin story.
1: The origin tales. Um, I mean, I always knew I was pretty good at art. Like through elementary school, I had a really awesome elementary school art teacher. Uh, Shouts, Miss Turner. I know you're listening. Um, and I don't know. I just always been a fan of that. And I think in middle school, I started getting to skateboarding a lot, but I wasn't really good at it. I just had like friends who were good at it. And I really was like, how can I kind of like be part of this? And my idea was like, oh, I can be the one who designs all like the skateboards and the t-shirts and stuff. And I don't know from there. I like to graphic design classes in high school, um, really enjoyed it there. And. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of decided to go from like art to graphic design and then started mixing in a little bit of like photography and video into it. And then just kind of like been switching through the three as the years have been going. But the last last probably two and a half years I've been more focusing on graphic design just because I think it's um, like such a fun like way to express myself because you can literally make anything in Photoshop and it's a super cool way to like meet people too. Like I wouldn't be on this podcast if I didn't do graphic design, you know, so yeah yeah
0: what are your thoughts on i'm curious because everybody has a different thought about it what are your thoughts on i know canva isn't as you don't have as much freedom as you do in photoshop but what are your thoughts on canva i know some employers like i was looking at job applications the other day and i saw that people were like putting canva on their resume versus like photoshop like Mm. what are your thoughts on canva have you ever
1: used it um, I, I really haven't. I think I may have messed around with it a little bit, but I really do most of my stuff in Photoshop, just because I'm so comfortable with like the uh, the tools and um, workflow in there. Um, so I know a lot of people who like use Illustration and uh, a couple other Adobe programs, but I just I can get most of it done in Photoshop, so I don't venture off too too often. But I have heard good things about Canva about especially uh, illustration wise, so yeah, to hop on that boat. At some point. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I want to learn Photoshop so bad. And I know, like, the very, 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 very basics. But, like, there's so much shit you can do in there that, like, I don't even, like, even try to mess with be- just because oh, I yeah. feel like I'm just going to fuck something up horribly. Like, it's – it just – like, it, it seems like a lost cause at some point. Like, when you open it up you see all the tools, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, yeah. so much
1: yeah, there's there's a lot going on, and I mean, like, I, even I like learn new stuff every day, and then they're also adding new stuff every day. Like, they just added some uh, re- uh, sky replacement filters, so if you have a picture of like with a kind of so-so sky, you could just like I think click a couple buttons and it replaces the sky for you if you want. And uh, another one that like de-ages or ages people too. And I don't know, they're they're adding some crazy stuff over there at Adobe. Those Adobe guys. They're getting uh, they're getting ballsy over there at Adobe. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, they're, uh, they're venturing out for sure.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool. What so like, so I was looking at your website the other day and I was just seeing all the different kinds of stuff that you do. Like you said, like you've done like photography and like video and like you do the podcast art. What's your like most exciting or, and then you just mentioned that you did like the merch with, with, uh, with the circling back boys. Like what did what's your like most exciting thing? I guess like like if somebody hits you up and DMs you and just like hey I was wondering if you could help me make this like what's that one thing that you're like oh yes I can't wait like
1: <laughs> do you enjoy pretty um,
0: much all of it across the board or
1: yeah that- I definitely I think my go to would definitely be like an album cover I think that's like the most exciting because I just love music so much um, but really I think the like the real answer to that is just anything that's like a new venture um like someone recently hit me up to do a book cover so um wow that yeah that should actually be coming out next month sometime so i'm actually super excited for that um but yeah i don't know i mean someone hit me up to do like a wine label design and i don't know just anything that i think is like a new kind of venture sounds really exciting um and just like to put my dip my feet in and yeah so i mean i, don't, I really want to try to design a uh, vinyl album for an artist at some point Like be the one who designs like the the insides like the cover art maybe even like help out with like the color of the vinyl itself like i love when vinyls have like special colors and stuff so i think something like that would be awesome but really anything that's new is up my alley for sure
0: were you ever like worried about um like nah that's not a good way to phrase that question i don't know like (laughs) so you have a full-time job and do you do graphic design for your full-time job and everything like it like Are you able to, like, spread your wings and do stuff?
1: Um, So for my full-time job, I actually do video. Like, I record video and edit video. All the pre- and post-productions that go with that. Um, So I actually don't do graphic design too, too much. But luckily, I um, have enough, like, freelance clients and stuff that I can do it after hours and on the weekends and stuff. So I do have enough uh, to let my wings fly, as you said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Neat, neat. Yeah. Um, ha, for album covers, have you ever designed an album for any anybody like somewhat relevant?
1: Um, nothing that's ever been like you like used and printed. Uh, I think last was it last summer when Lil Nas X and the like Old Town Road and hype was going on. Is that correct?
0: Is that yes, correct? yes, I saw that on your website.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um so I I made kind of like I think he posted. Like, hey, I want a futuristic, but um, Southern, like Western looking cover. And so I made one for him and posted it. And he really liked it, but I think he had maybe already chose the artwork for it. Um, but he still like posted it like on his own page and added me and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And like, I got a lot of views from that. And um would really like to work with him at some point but i know he's about to come out with a new album and so i'm sure he's super busy with stuff but yeah nothing that's been like i could buy off like a shelf yet but hopefully maybe maybe 2021 we'll see <laughs> <laughs> what's
0: uh what do you have on your plate uh for 2021 anything crazy you got like you said you got the book cover that's pretty exciting you gotta think that there's like royalties that'll go to you right like i, I don't know, know how any of that works
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't really know either. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he he paid me like a kind of flat fee though. And I'm super happy with that. And um, a good thing is that he wants to start already start working on the next book cover. So uh, I'll take that over royalties any day. <laughs> yeah, uh, but maybe when I get to like the bigger, uh, like the Stephen Kings and stuff, that's when I'll start asking for a little more cashish.
0: Oh yeah. You, you got to think that Stephen King's got the cashish.
1: you gotta gotta think especially with i feel like they make a new movie of his like off of a book when they run out of something like every other year or so but (laughs) every other
0: it seems like every other trailer you see uh it just says like based on a stephen king novel and you're like another one how many novels does this guy have for real
1: yeah I'm, i'm wondering like how he is in person if he's like a dark person i've never looked too too much into it but you definitely know he's like the guy for horror stuff like i'm not even big into horror but i know uh was the HBO show that came out recently that was based on his book? Uh, the uh, Outsider. Yeah, The Outsider. That that looked really good. I heard good things about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I, are you much of a reader? Like, do you do you ever have the time to open a book if you want to? Uh,
1: not too too often. I um, just recently uh, bought I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is uh, like about the uh, East Area um, Killer and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you, there's a whole documentary about it and like some kind of crazy like uh, you know who Patton Oswalt is the uh, yeah. actor he so his wife uh, was super into this killer and basically like dedicated a bunch of her life to it and um, there's a really cool documentary but and like a little bit of a spoiler is that she passes away like right before she could put the book out and I don't know the documentary is really cool because it's but like I really into uh, true crime so it was nice that but then also like the real side of it was cool so I bought her book and want to read that at some point.
0: Yeah. I remember the passing of her. That was, that was crazy. And I know that that hit him really hard, obviously. I mean, it was his wife. Is there like a conspiracy that, uh, that she was murdered
1: or something by him? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's has any, um, uh, whatever you call it. Uh, no, I don't, I think it's, I've, I've, I've watched it a few months ago and now I'm kind of blanking on it. I think it was, um, not maybe not natural causes, but it definitely wasn't like foul play or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I think he's in the clear. Like especially the way he talked and produced this uh, documentary, he just seems like one of, a really genuinely sweet dude. Um, and so I couldn't imagine that. But yeah, interesting, interesting. cool, cool, cool. But yeah, for twenty twenty one, I think I'm gonna try to get into um, a little bit of Twitch streaming. Actually, I want to yeah, try I- to do some uh, design streams. I think it would be a kind of cool new venture. Um, Since I'm already like always designing anyways, why not try to like monetize it a little bit and like be able to chat with the community and stuff and get ideas like bounce stuff back off of them. And I think that'd be kind of a cool like three nights a week project to do next year. So slowly working towards that.
0: Twitch is something that I've always like like for the past like year as well, have been like, I'm I'm really gonna get into that. Like I'm really gonna do it. (laughs) But it's another one of those things uh kind of like photoshop like where i open up the program for the first time i'm like oh my god there's so much shit here like i don't even know one yeah. of my buddies uh twitch streams and he like has built up a pretty good following doing it and he makes it seem so easy but when i like launch it i'm like how do we even know where to start here
1: <laughs> yeah uh you're talking about garrett delf or
0: uh no actually one of my uh, buddies from high yeah. school
1: gotcha okay he's another uh like grand X name that's been tossed that gets tossed around and circling back and stuff like that. So I wasn't, wasn't sure, but yeah, no, it's, it's cool how um, it's like streaming has become such, especially with COVID like it's become such a connection with people. And I don't know, I think it could be a really cool just venue. And then like editing the, I also want to start doing a little bit more YouTube videos and stuff. And uh, I used to like try to do some video essays, uh, which is kind of like a less boring Essay <laughs> on uh, some like interesting video stuff, you know. Uh, I did one on color in college, and I really enjoyed doing that. So hopefully, getting back and doing that a bit. But I don't know. Who knows what sh- stuff's been changing month to month so much that it's really hard to say these days.
0: <laughs> Have you you? I mentioned at the top that you're based out of Atlanta. Have you always lived in Atlanta? Or are you from here? Like, what's what's that all about?
1: Uh, yeah, I was I was born in Northside Hospital, um, and then lived here for. think about three years. And then I actually moved to Brazil for two years um, when I was super young. Yeah, I was like kind of too young to really like remember stuff. But I do have like the occasional, um, you know, blip of memory and pictures and stuff from there. So I lived there for a little bit. But then after that, yeah, kind of came back and been living in Georgia, Northeast Georgia ever since.
0: Wow, that's dope. That's dope. Um, Ricky, at, at some point in each podcast, I read off a few questions that I don't prepare the guest for. Now, right. don't, don't panic; they're not um, anything that's going to back you into a corner. They're all like first date questions, but they're a good way that um, I ask every single guest the same consistent few questions just to bring it back and kind of have a like a you know like a theme or whatever to each episode. Um, and it's also cool that you could go across each episode and like listen to each guest's responses and see how people are different or similar because. Mm-hmm. Like we've said a few times on this uh, pod that the world is crazy now and people are trying to relate to each other as much as they can. Um, So, yeah, I'm about to ask you some some first date questions. Are you ready for it? (laughs) Let's
1: go. You're breaking up a little bit. So if I have to ask to repeat a thing, but uh, no, let's do it. (laughs) Okay, bet. Um, What do you get when you go to the movies? Um, if money is not an option, (laughs) uh, I probably go with like, (laughs) I don't have to spend 40 bucks on snacks. Um, I'd probably go with like a a popcorn and either like some kind of soda, um, or an icy if I'm feeling real, real fancy. Um, but uh, a big fan of like Twizzlers and Bunch of Crunch. Those are, those are two pretty good classic movie snacks.
0: Oh Yeah. Bunch of Crunch, dude, when I got hooked on that in high school, like it was never going <laughs> back. Like I can't just eat a Crunch bar now. It's... Yeah,
1: right. It's <laughs> that, the mix of that with popcorn, it's it's out of this world. Like that sweet and saltiness is, it's nuts. Like I, I, I bought like a pack of Bunch of Crunch from the store the other day and I was like, you know, I could, this sounds good. And I'll like try to eat it a little bit plain. And sometimes I'm just like, man, I could really use some popcorn with this, <laughs> but... Are you a are
0: you a big movie goer? Are you upset that the movies are most likely going to be something that's gonna be taken out of our lives due to COVID?
1: Uh yeah. I definitely especially like big movies. Like <clears throat> going to like a couple premieres and stuff like that was always a really cool feeling. But I also feel that like the last few years it's been like they started doing premieres at like seven PM the day before and stuff like that. So that kind of magic is Been a little bit less, but yeah, no, I um definitely enjoy going to movies. Have you uh, have you gone to a 4D X movie before? A
0: 4D X movie? No, I don't even know what
1: that is. I don't know what the X stands for, but obviously the 4D. So it's like you're in these uh, like chairs, and the whole point of it is like it's sort of like a roller coaster almost where it like moves you forward and back with like the action of the movie. They just installed a couple at um Atlantic Station, so I tried that at the beginning of the year and was like, oh, this this could be kind of cool, but the thing was like. The motions were about like two to three seconds off of like the screen, so it just absolutely ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> just because I couldn't pay attention to it, I was just like, like the character would punch somebody, and then a second later, like your your seat would go back a bit. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's just like I can't pay attention to both of these things right now. So that actually was a little bit of a disappointment, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to hopefully go back to movies whenever all this is over. I um I really wish. That uh, it would have been over by um, tenant. Tenant looked really good, so I'm excited to see that next month when it comes out on DVD or whatever. Yeah, I uh,
0: I actually ventured out and I went to see Tenant um, oh, nice. back when it came out, and it was good. I'll say that it's a Christopher Nolan movie, so just prepare to get mind fucked. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> true <laughs> is it is it up there with like the Inceptions and the uh, you know like Dark Knights kind of stuff? Would you say um, or is it?
0: It, it, it's kind of one of those movies that we're like you'll be watching it and about halfway through you'll like I looked to my girlfriend when i when we watched it together and I was like, Do you have any idea what's going on? And she was like, I was <laughs> gonna ask you the same thing. But in the end, when it like shows you why you were so confused in the middle, you like mm-hmm. look at whoever you're seeing it with, like, and you'll be like, Oh my god.
1: Like it, that aha moment.
0: <laughs> the, the aha moment is so satisfying in that movie. It's it's absolutely out of this world.
1: Christopher Nolan's all about that, man. Like um, he did Shutter Island. Right. I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was a super like, whoa, like, okay. And then like you read about all the stuff, like, yeah, you never, you never see him having his own lighter. And it's like, because they wouldn't let like inmates have lighters and stuff. And it's just like all this crazy, like, I don't know, that man's a madman, and I appreciate his work. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We need to get Christopher Nolan and Stephen King to team up to make just the most absolute, like what the fuck movie.
1: Yeah, just have like a uh, like an advisory. Like you may walk out of this a different person. <laughs> it's so. like I saw
0: some YouTube video back in the day, and it was just like a funny way to mess with stoners. Is like before a movie like Transformers, just say based on a true story.
1: Oh,
0: so yeah. they <laughs> look at each other like
1: what the fuck? Yeah, and you know they're gonna be like, nah, no way. But just a little bit in the back of their head, would be like, hmm, I wonder if there's like. Like, you know, they're, like, going home and Googling, like, car robots. Like, just seeing, like, where we're at technology-wise. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, how about, uh, is there a movie that you wish you could go back and see for the first time?
1: Ooh. Uh, that's a bit of a tough one. Um, I think it would be really awesome to go back and, like, watch Bad. I think, for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> <laughs> uh, it's, it's just such a good, like, classic high school movie. And I remember the first, I think, like, six to ten times I'd, like, watched it. It was just, like, bits and pieces on Comedy Central. So it was, like, the TV edit. And uh-huh. so I'd never seen um, – I don't know how – whatever I – uh whatever I can get on this podcast, but there's that scene where he's like talking about like drawing dicks and shit that (laughs) was never in the like TV edit. So when I saw that for the first time, my jaw just dropped. Like it was one of the funniest scenes and like I had zero expectations because they edit it so well that like they don't need it. They just like edit it from like talking about how becca's a bitch to i'm gonna yeah. go uh eat dessert alone like i'm fucking steven glansberg or whatever i think is the quote and like it's so when that happened i just my jaw dropped so i think just like experiencing that whole movie again would just be awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: really good answer I, I i often think about like uh like this is the end going back to be able to see that again for the first oh. time too like all those yeah. seth rogan comedies are just priceless. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Seth Rogen is just such a... He's so cool, too. Like, he, he wrote... So it was super bad. He wrote that. And, like, so you know how one of the characters' names is Seth? It's because it's, yeah. like, based off of him and his friend, like, in high school, um, which I was just, like, poof, poof, mind blown. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know. And I also found out he he's like a big consultant on a lot of other movies. Like I think he was consulted on the new Dr. Doolittle movie, even though it didn't do well, like they gave him the script and he just like did a couple of changes here and there and stuff, but he's really, and now he's doing, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram stuff, but he has his own like weed company in Canada, uh, I think called house plant. And then he also is just doing like just pottery all the time. And I'm just so jealous. Like it just seems like such a cool life. <laughs> it's pottery and pot, pots and pots. <laughs> pots and pots. That's what you love to see. <laughs> yeah so cool <laughs>
0: um if you could uh go back in time and meet or or sorry if you could uh have dinner with anybody dead or alive who would it be Hmm.
1: uh man i don't know i guess i'd probably do i think maybe like a Beatle. like i think uh like paul mccartney or john lennon would be kind of cool like before maybe before like all that, like I'm bigger than Jesus stuff kind of happened, <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, that's, that's a tough one. Cause it's like what, like we only know these people from what like we're told about them from like pop right. culture and history books and all that kind of stuff. So who knows like how people actually were, um, like it'd be cool to like meet like Leonardo, but like Da Vinci, but he could also be a total ass hat. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like how do we know that like when we sit down and have dinner with like, a lot of people say like, Jesus would be cool. Like how do we know Jesus wasn't a dick? Like, sorry.
1: <laughs> I, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I was actually going to bring it, I was like, what if he's just the most normal guy? Who's like, maybe he's like a, one of the first ever, like uh, sleight of hand magicians or something like that. Like Joe, the rest of development, like who knows who this is like, how stories have grown and, like, twisted over the years. Like, it's so crazy.
0: Yeah, it's I think like someone a alive... long game of telephone. Like, how do we know that Jesus isn't <laughs> just, like, some stoner?
1: Yeah, like, it's someone who said he did all this stuff. Like, he was the first guy to be like, yeah, I did this stuff. And people are like, whoa, like, I never even heard of, like, thought of the idea of walking on water or something like that, you know? <laughs> Religion is a whole wild thing, though. But, yeah. But I think if I had to choose someone, like, nowadays who's alive, it'd probably be Nathan Fielder. He is just... A, a God amongst men. Do you know who Nathan Fielder is? Like from for you and stuff. Oh, he's just, uh, he's kind of a dorky, just Canadian guy, but he's just one of the funniest people who've like, uh, definitely recommend watching Nathan for you. He also just, um, produced a HBO show called, um, how to with John Wilson, where yeah. this dude just goes around New York filming stuff. And then I believe afterwards he like goes home, looks at the footage and like kind of writes like a really funny, um, like monologue that deals with what he's like talking about. And then he'll do like on the street interviews and stuff. Like he's never on camera himself, but I don't know. He's just a, uh, he, he kind of broke comedy for me, that guy.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, give him a, I'll give him a Google.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's worth it. He has a show, um, you know, those kind of like shows where it's like, oh, we're coming into this business, like a shoe business to help them out and stuff. Yeah. Um, he'll come into a shoe business and just be like, um, what if you sold like, Sh- like shoes but labeled them as gl- or like what if you sold gloves but label them as shoes like he'll find like legal loopholes and stuff um to like kind of like exploit like he did one where he was like best buy has to price match local places so he like made a local place sell their tv for just a dollar but then had like a, a crazy, like he put a, like a, he put a dress code in. He's like, you must be in suit and tie to come into this. And then after that they had to go through like a small little door they had to crawl on the floor on. And then after that, if they still wanted the TV, there's like an alligator sitting at the end of it. <laughs> and so while all this is happening. He hired people to like go to Best Buy and buy the TVs for a dollar because they were like, he like thought he could like rig the system and stuff. But yeah, he's, he's a crazy dude, but he's so funny. He's just so monotone and I don't know. He'd just be a really interesting guy to talk to.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go give that a shot. Um, if you were an animal, what would you be?
1: Ooh. Um, oh, if I got to choose, I'd probably choose something of the bird variety because you, you can't beat that, like just being able to fly around and moving. But I've always felt really close to, like, bears as, like, a spirit animal, I'd say. Yeah. I've always just felt really, like, thought they were so cool. They like, just kind of, like, look so, like – cuddly and just like chill at one point but if you just mess with them they're like they'll snap on you and could be just one of the like biggest ferocious beasts and there's also so many cool types of bears too true
0: mm-hmm. true yeah Probably I agree. bears there. are dope
1: um yeah. uh, what's the what's the best concert
0: you've ever been to um
1: hmm I think one of my most memorable was one of my first. It was uh, Green Day back in the day. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, probably like 2008ish, maybe. Like I definitely, my mom definitely had to drop me off. That's how long ago. <laughs> but I just remember them like just working in the crowd. Like they had a. Uh, um Like a toilet pa- toilet paper gun that was like attached to a, like a leaf blower, basically, and just like slung that all over wherever we were, and was just running throughout the crowd. So that was definitely a memorable one because it was one of my first, and just because I was obsessed with Green Day at the time. So
0: they favorite yeah. uh, favorite Green Day song.
1: Ooh, um, I'd like to say something off a little bit earlier, like Brain Stew or Basket Case, kind of, but it's hard to beat Holiday. The drums in Holiday just go so hard. Like,
0: Dude, uh, I, yes, 10 times out of 10, Holiday. That, that Holiday song just so rides. Hard. It gets me so hyped, too. It's-
1: yeah, the, the that drummer, Trey Cool, is just, he's one of the, I think, like, most underrated drummers of all time. He's so, just, like, I don't know. He really, like, makes the song. Like, you don't realize it how much the drums carry that song. It's so cool. And, yeah, Boulevard Broken Dreams and stuff is great, but you can't beat Holiday. Just the hypeness. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you're familiar with the circling
0: back boys, so I'm sure you're familiar with this, with the, uh, with the sayings, stand, mute, cancel.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so let's do one of their most favorite stand, mute, cancels, queso, guac, and salsa. What you got?
1: Oh, um, I think I got to stand the queso, because yeah. that can just go in anything, on anything, covered in anything. <laughs> um, and then I'll mute salsa. Cause I mean, salsa is great, but it also kind of depends on like the right. Re- like usually, it's hard to find a bad salsa, but it's I think it's possible. Uh, and then I'm gonna cancel guac because I'm just not a not a cado boy, not a not ventured into that green alleyway just yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my exact answer. I think that's the correct
0: answer too. But some some guac stands out there are gonna gonna come yeah. right whenever I say that.
1: But yeah, uh, they need to, they need to start making tableside uh, queso. I don't know how. Ooh. That would be a thing But even if it's just like cutting up a pepper And dropping it in and mixing it like That would just, that, <laughs> just Make the day
0: <laughs> Cool um, and, and lastly uh, Recently you, you're, you're a pop culture guy, you know this Travis Scott came out with that McDonald's meal Jay Balvin has since <clears been throat> Come out with uh, His own uh, McDonald's meal If I pulled up to McDonald's And ordered the Ricky Prosper what would I mm. get?
1: Dang, um, I do want to circle back to this, the Travis Scott thing, because that was just such a, a weird, like wild, like like that man deserves so much more than just uh, what was it, a quarter pounder with barbecue sauce and a Sprite or something. Like, how did he not get his own sauce, dude? I, I don't know. I think they they dropped the ball on that one, but um, I don't know. I'd probably say like a like eight eight count nuggets, uh, a sweet tea, and then maybe just like like one of the dollar hamburgers as well with some fries something kind of simple but you can't those those nuggets with sweet and sour sauce is like such a like nostalgia boost slash i don't know what you would call it but that it's 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 like comfort food almost even though i'm sure it's probably not even considered food in some countries
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, were you were you one of the lucky souls that were able to snag some spicy nuggets when they were on the menu
1: yeah are they are they not on the menu anymore
0: No, I I think they were a limited time because I went back and tried to get them for like a third time like a couple weeks ago. And they said, oh, we're not we're not doing those anymore. And I was like, "The
1: fuck? why do they do that, man? They just bring it. They're like, you almost had it like kind of like the Taco Bell French fries. Like like there's no way they did not make money off of that. And I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I I got to try the nuggets, though. They um, they're pretty good. Uh, I think I like the Wendy's spicy nugs a little bit more. I don't know. Like they, at least when it comes to like spicy nuggets, if that makes sense. Cause I didn't really get too much of a spice from the, uh, the Mickey D's. If you're, if you're gonna stand one
0: fast food restaurant, is it, is it Mickey D's?
1: Ooh. Um, do you, uh, I don't know. Would you consider like Moe's a fast food restaurant?
0: Uh, sure. I, I,
1: I, yeah, sure. I could, I would almost go like there or, uh, that's hard because I mean it's I don't know, I have like a favorite like chicken one a favorite uh like I think I think the best burger place is probably Wendy's so I'd probably stand Wendy's I think they they just are are classics with what they do
0: <laughs> are you doing uh, if we're going chicken route are you going chick-fil-a or are you doing zaxby's or what's what's your angle there Chick-fil-a or zaxby's mm-hmm.
1: Uh, for sandwiches, definitely chick-fil-a. The chick-fil-A yeah. sandwich is just the best. But if we're doing like boneless wings, Saxby's, and like the availability of just different sauce flavors and stuff, I'm a big, uh, sweet and spicy boy myself. I know that's what everyone was thinking when they were listening to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, this probably the bone yeah, probably boneless wings from Zaxby's would be a
0: big thing. I've actually yeah. never had the boneless wings from Zaxby's
1: they're mad good um supposedly they're like probably not the best thing because i think they're like one of the only things that's like frozen before that gets there or whatever wow. um but what well, mama don't know won't hurt her you know so <laughs> <laughs> well cool man yeah ricky thanks for
0: uh agreeing to come on here and talk to me for a little while um i'll uh, i'll give you this moment to shine now plug away what you got going on anything that you want people to hear about or, or advertise now's your time to shine
1: um, well, first off, thank you for having me on here, man. I appreciate it. This is actually my first ever podcast appearance, so wow. feels feels really cool. Like um, definitely gonna be sharing it with people. I hope people are enjoying and haven't exited off yet. Um, but yeah, you can find me everywhere at Ricky Prosper. It's just R I K I Prosper. I'm um, pretty much that everywhere. Uh, luckily, not too many people are named Ricky with R I K I, so it wasn't too hard to snag that handle. Um, but yeah, just find me anywhere there. I'm on like YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the the goods and bads, you know.
0: Yeah, cool man. Yeah, it was a it was a pleasure. Um, least I can do. You've done some good work for me, and um, I might have to hit you up here in a little bit, actually, about something else I might want done. So, um, of course, man. I'm sure we'll be working together in the future more. And uh, and yeah, guys, I'll I'll put Ricky's uh, handles and his website and all of the above uh, in the. Uh, the description of this episode so you can just scroll down and click and see his work and see his socials and all that good stuff. Um, and after you follow him, like I said at the top, give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, go follow Watchdog, first of all, uh, to see the beautiful work that Ricky did for me and for us. And uh, and go check out uh, the Instagram for this show, of course, as well. Whatever Logan wants is the handle. Of course, it'll be Changing when I change the the name on iTunes and Spotify and everything, but I'll I'll keep y'all on the loop on that. I'll, I'll let you know when that goes down. Um, and yeah, just leave that rating and review. And I guess I'll uh, I'll start to tune us out. Ricky, uh, thanks uh, thanks a lot, man.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. You have a you have a good rest of your day. I'll catch you later.
0: Yeah, boss, you too. See ya. Cool. Bye. Bye.